Welcome to Next Gen Movement, our sole mission to empower tomorrow's leaders by harnessing and unleashing collective wisdom, lessons, and experiences of thought leaders within the community. Chapter 19 of our Next Gen Movement, we have the beautiful Davina Kaur. She's my sister from another mother, joining us from Canada, also known as Canada. Welcome, <laughs> Davina. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I guess it's firstly important to mention that this is Paris's first show with us. Usually she's doing all the background stuff, so welcome, Paris. <laughs> Thank you, RJ. One of the things, and I think where uh, I'd like to start is um, we have a connection. Obviously, we're, uh, I'm, I'm Punjabi, I'm Sikh, and I know that you're Punjabi girl as well. So many people don't know that Kaur is the other side of the coin of Singh, uh, one in the same. And... Uh, when I heard your story um, and what you're doing in terms of uh, representing yourself and, and being true to yourself, it, it's very uncommon in our culture uh, for someone to kind of take the position that you have. So uh, first off, hats off to you. And it's, uh, it's, it's thrilling to watch women in our culture do that. So I guess what we'd like to ask is, can you just give us a background for those that may not know you about your journey and how did you get to where you are today in regards to your level of confidence and comfortability, I suppose, is who you are as a woman? So, um, hello, everybody. And um, I am born and raised in India and moved to Canada to go to university and then um, ended up having an arranged marriage, which is how it's traditionally done. You know, uh, my parents asked me, are you dating anybody? I'm like, no. And they're like, well, we have somebody we want you to meet. So it was, you know, that's, that's how it happened. And then throughout, um, you know, the marriage, the, the, it was wonderful. My husband is a wonderful person, wonderful father to our children. But then the marriage just didn't work. It was, there was a lot of, we're different people. And uh, I'm a show off. He's not. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. And, and, you know, the, the, the what where our worlds collided between my husband and myself was um i'm not the very traditional you know woman who's just happy to be at home i'm very ambitious mm -hmm. and that was a challenge for a lot of men and of course especially when you're come from a traditional background where women are still very um you know we don't have the same rights as men yep so when my marriage ended, I kind of fell into this um, this addiction of dating, and like seriously, it happens. And addiction can happen to anybody of any gender, any socioeconomic background, and you know. So throughout this these this dating addiction, this arranged marriage, what was the the main thing was that I was lacking love, I was lacking self love, and I was lacking self confidence. So when I struggled with the dating addiction, it was about looking for validation. It was looking for, I wanted to be saved. And my way of saving was marriage or husband mm. or a relationship. Mm. So that was kind of what happened to me. And then, you know, there was also, I have an addictive personality. That's who I am. I fell into depression, you know, struggled with mental health issues on and off a lot. And um, so it's been really hard. And then, you know, here I am. 
uh, here I am. Yeah. So here I am, like, struggling to fit in, struggling as a single mother, struggling to find my identity. And accidentally, like, life happened. I was open to possibilities. Um, I had just quit. In fact, I had just, at one point, I had quit my investment banking job to walk dogs for a living because I was so tired of just life. And, you know, I, I was suicidal when I quit my work and investment banking. and. I didn't know what I was wanted to do, but I kind of felt that I had to move on because it was damaging to my health. Mm. Um, yeah, and I'm still getting emotional as I'm talking about it. So, so throughout these hardships, this darkness, this depression, and you know, overcoming addiction, I'm still looking for meaning and purpose. I'm like, who am I? What is it that I want? It's about me. It's not about my parents. It's not about culture. It's not about society. And accidentally fell into sexy brilliant <laughs> really and that's sort of like just what you know I've been focusing on like just helping myself but also helping others because I recognize that there's so many of us who are just stuck in the darkness who just don't have the tools or you know where we're told again and again and this is for people of all genders not just men not just women mm -hmm people who do not identify, identify with the gender, we are constantly told to fit into boxes. Yeah. And for, and for me, I was like, I don't want to do it. I don't want, you know, lots, lots of us are looking for ways out, um, but, but it all starts with self-knowledge. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And I know a lot of your story has really resonated with me, not only, you know, from a female perspective, which I think is so empowering, but, also, you know, you talk about any gender and how you identify with any gender and that pressure and that stereotype. Do you think that, you know, with people like yourself and as we're coming through the years that that seems to be breaking down a little bit and as people start having the conversation a lot more, it gives people the tools and the courage to come and stand for their own self-worth and their own self-love? It's a journey. And for all of us, you know, we're all, we're all, looking for we are looking and there's this awakening that's happening um but it's hard to be authentic it's it's hard to go on screen and on television and say you know what i struggled i struggled with mental health issues or i'm an over i'm a recovering addict or whatever the stories or i'm a single parent or you know i'm a divorced single mother who happens to be punjabi so these are labels that are so hard to kind of just let go of that the unlearning where the pressure the stigma the, the shame mm. so it, we all feel it like we as far as i know i have not met anybody who's not felt ashamed of being authentic yeah definitely and i think that's a really um great point to make that you know even as we look at the way that we have to label people as you said, as hum humans, we need to put people in categories so that we can almost understand them better when there should never really be a category that someone comes into. We're human. We have multiple different aspects of ourselves that can sometimes conflict with each other as well. And, and I have to say this, like as somebody who's in, in the world of business, who's in the world of television, um, you know, I have a book coming out soon. The, 
a woman, a person does not have to choose between the ambitious side, the loving side or the feminine side or the homemaker side. You know, a person, a woman is we're whole and complete as we are. Mm-hmm. And the more we accept ourselves, the more empowered we feel, the more yeah. empowered we become. Definitely. So tell us a little bit about the theme of kind of sexy brilliant and how you came up with that and what that means as a movement. So sexy brilliant happened because like I mentioned, I had a dating addiction. So I and a dating addiction is when an addiction is something that you're doing over the top. So normally you would date one man at a time. In my case, I was texting maybe five, 10 men at the same time, like <laughs> trying to look for love. Yeah. You know, and it's 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 really like dating is a full time job. Like mm. it felt like it. And um, when somebody would, and actually, I would also meet women. I would meet. I'm a social person, so I would meet lonely women. I would meet women who are just kind of like lost, and you know, we would all kind of come together as single parents and the single people. Mm. And um, at some point of my life, um, you know, I kind of started taking my power back, I realized I had an addiction. So I was, I was in therapy. I was in, um, you know, in, in coaching and doing a lot of self-work, personal development. And at some point I started like, when I would get messages, I was like, I can't answer. Like somebody would ask me, how are you? And I'd be like, I mean, I'm, I'm feeling fat or I'm broke or, you know, yep. I didn't want to say all those things. So I started saying always sexy, always brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, oh, how are you? And the answer would be always sexy, always brilliant. So it didn't matter that I was short, fat, you know, like broke. I started saying I am sexy. I am brilliant. And then I would forget the phone, forget these men. I would stand in front of the mirror and I would repeat this to myself. And then I would go into business meetings and I would say this. They're, they'd ask me, how are you? I'm like, Always sexy, always brilliant. And it kind of just... <laughs> Which I'm sure got some really interesting responses at some stages. Yeah, and they're like, what? Who? Are you crazy? I'm like, and you know what? I'm like, I am short and fat and that's my body structure. And, you know, and I'm like, yeah, I'm sexy. And they're like, they would look at me and they'll be like, okay. So, so and not, and not, and for me, it wasn't sexual. It was just an empowerment statement. 100%. And from there... Yeah. And from there, one day I'm at my, my coach's office and he's like, how are you? I'm like, always sexy, always brilliant. <laughs> so he's like, get that domain name. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and that was it. Well, you know, and, and no, I had no idea. He's like, get, you know, when somebody who you look up to, you respect mm. and you're learning from, and they're like, get that domain name. So I was like, okay, I, I had no idea. I went home and I don't know how to get a domain name, but I did it. Like I, I am very action oriented. It's my masculine side. It's my ambitious side. So I went and got the domain name and then, you know, just sat with it and sat with it. And I was going to university again and I was, you know, like looking at, uh, I had TV by then. So it just kind of like, I had, I had no idea that, that sexy brilliant would be my life calling or that it would, you know, that, I could have been committed to something for so long. Mm -hmm. So that's where it started, like Mm sexybrilliant.com. And from there on, it's just one step at a time, building, building, building. 
something that's never been done before. Like nobody yeah. talks about sexy brilliant, right? Like Yeah. So here I am. <laughs> wow, it's it's like it's just really empowering and I love the way that you just mentioned that you know you're really you never thought that you'd be committed to it it's almost like you found that relationship too sexy brilliant that you were searching for that worth with you know within the dating and things like that isn't it funny how things come full circle absolutely and um you know then just to continue the story a little bit further again I'm at I'm at my therapist and I'm at with my coach and you know social worker just going through a lot of personal development that's what I'm like I'm an addict right so I'm addicted to learning that's one of my addictions yep so I'm and (laughs) and I'm sitting there and they're like uh, well Hollywood's calling you and are you moving to Los Angeles and I was like yeah sounds very exciting right like Los Angeles (laughs) so I'm like uh no (laughs) so so by so just by like saying no to a lot of opportunities and saying you know what I want to stay I want to do sexy brilliant I had no idea you don't you know when you start something like anybody who starts a business you really don't know a lot about what's going to come next Mm. you haven't you have a vision you have you know goals and aspirations but you really don't know the nitty-gritty of the the failures and the challenges and the funding and you know like like for one of one of the things that happened with me was writing a book Mm. (laughs) so um so for everybody who's watching and who's you know who's here who's thinking about writing a book I want to tell you that me I'm somebody who's ADD highly um you know English I struggle with English I grew up in India born and raised in India so English was not my first language it's hard for me to kind of even focus with you know uh for half an hour on something that those are my life challenges Mm -hmm. but my determination was that i'm going to write a book Mm. i'm going to write a book and that's what you know i said to myself because sexy brilliant writing kind of a medium to share ideas and you know so now by just getting out of my own way letting go of the doubts saying that yes it doesn't matter that i don't write english well or it doesn't matter that i you know i struggle or add or or whatever i am going to write a book mm. so by constantly working on it a little bit every day little you can't write a book in one day but you can definitely write 500 words a thousand words so just by focusing on that i was like i'm going to write a book so i did <laughs> Awesome. Something that I know, you know, I've always wanted to do that I'm sure RJ can also emphasize is when you have that kind of drive, you need that focus, as you said. And I think it's, you know, how do you feel about, you know, you've mentioned the journey and things like that self-talk of repeating to yourself. So originally it was, you know, sexy, brilliant. And even though it's okay not to be okay and to have those things that you're going through and everything like that, having that self-talk and that affirmation of, no, I can do this. I can do this. I can write a book. I am sexy, brilliant. No matter what anyone says around me, I am these things. How important do you think those kinds of affirmations and self-talk are to growth? Very important. So I, what worked for me, standing in, in front of the mirror and, and taking back my own power, doesn't matter how, you know, what you look like or what's the outside. True empowerment, true inner beauty is from the inside. 
and, and I know RJ's a runner, right? So I see that all the time. And, and I used to run, but now I, I'm not running. So I put on weight. Does that mean I'm, I'm still worthy of my own love? Mm-hmm. Yes. Cool. Absolutely. So, so these are the outside experiences that we will continuously have, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a business struggle, whether it's, you know, a big business success, whether it's being short or being tall or having a long round nose whatever it is it is very important to look beyond the outer surface and go within and that's true power where you whether it's whether you're repeating sexy brilliant or just you know i'm happy brilliant or i'm just so brilliant (laughs) whatever works for you (laughs) so just by by taking back your power and find your own way to take your power yeah can, can, can i just ask you a question um I'm really keen to understand, given the the cultural background, and and I know that a lot of women and a lot of people that are going against the grain of their culture are probably wondering uh, the same thing that I am. Uh, What has been the the uptake in the the Punjabi or Indian community in respect to your movement um, among the men, the older men, and probably more importantly, the young women? So, um, you know, like I mentioned, I'm a divorced, full-time single mother. So what I, what, one of the things that happened to me was when I was going through my divorce, I also lost all my Punjabi friends. I also lost a lot of my Indian friends. I was kind of this untouchable. I was kind of this person who was damaged goods to say, and what I what I was able to figure out at that time is that there are no true friends. So what other people think about me is their problem. And what I have to be true to is to be true to myself, true to my mission, true to who I am, true to my purpose. So so that was a that was a, a good lesson to have. There are no bad lessons, it's all about learning. So I learned that quickly. And then when Sexy Brilliant happened, um, you know, there's one thing to say that the friends you know, the people you know are just that, but you cannot really get rid of your parents. So um, (laughs) for my parents, (laughs) that was quite a bit of like um, sexy. Are you selling sex toys? Are you selling... So my mom was like sex, like like it was like very like shocking. Like what is sexy? Mm. What is brilliant? So I'm like, let me figure it out. I've I've listened to you for 30 years. Let me focus on something that I want to focus on. You know, by then I had all these university degrees. I had like I had investment banking. I quit that to walk dogs for a living. Too. So you know to say that, like at some point you've got to take charge of your own life. It's not about your parents. Not about your divorce, not about the failures, or you know, it's about who you are and what you want. Mm. So, so, so big challenge. And then, so for a little bit of a time, my parents were very, they weren't comfortable, sexy, brilliant, like they just didn't want to kind of. Um, but what started happening is that my parents still live in India, so. Um, the neighbors, my parents' neighbors who, you know, we would be, I grew up with these people. So they would follow me on social media and they would see me and then they would go and tell my parents. Mm. 
Oh, your daughter is so successful. Oh, your daughter is so amazing. <laughs> you're, yeah, because oh, you're on you're, TV. <laughs> yeah, well, on TV and like very outspoken. And yeah, your daughter right. is helping me so much. And, you know, right. we love following your daughter. <laughs> so it's kind of like, so the, the more my parents heard this validation mm. Of, mm. about me from the outside, it started changing from the, for them. Yeah. They're like, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So it's not, it's not about those sex toys. It's about something <laughs> deeper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, they, they, they were, they were uh, I, think, I think the Canadian Indian community was still reeling from the shock of Sunny Leone. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so, so those who don't know Sunny Leone, she's a Canadian and uh, she used to be in Hollywood and now she's, very popular in Bollywood. So, um, you know, a great yeah. public figure. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, so a little bit scandalous, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But we all like that. She's actually quite loved in India. That's the, that's the funny thing is it seemed like, especially within our community, that Indians went to the U.S., to England and Canada and maintained a higher level of conservativeness than even back home in India. It was like this struggle That's to keep close to their culture. And within that struggle to keep close to their culture, um, they've kind of gone quite extreme <laughs> and conservative. Hello. <laughs> Will you say hello? Billy. <laughs> that means cat. Hello, Billy. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so Billu's here. He like he's like the famous, well-known cat. <laughs> Hi, Billy. Oh, Hi. Oh. <laughs> so yeah. So, um, you know, the other thing is, I I just want to point out something when you said like the the uh, in Indians and the immigrants who come here, we still you know preserve our culture. But what we forget is there's nothing wrong with healthy sexuality, hmm. right? Healthy sexuality is, you know, to be able to, it's another form of self-love. It's another form of, you know, being, having that human experience, mm. but which is the same thing as like mental health issues or going through a divorce. These are life events. So we have to be very open and remove the shame and the stigma mm. and the isolation that comes with, being a woman or being, you know, being a recovering addict or whatever it is, mm. it's time to kind of open up the conversation mm. and say, I am worthy of love no matter what. Yeah. Because yeah. you're still people. Sure. We're still people. And we change and we're fluid and, you know, we go through, as you said, life experiences. At the end of the day, it doesn't define you, those actions that occur, you know, yeah. around you unless you let them. Exactly. And as we evolve, you know, we change our, our, everything around us changes too. Like at one point in my life, I was happy to be, you know, a banker or I was happy to be a dog walker or a student. But now I am, you know, I'm doing the sexy, brilliant global revolution. And it's, it's huge. It's like just by being open to that, being open to changes, being a full-time student of life is so important. Mm. Definitely. And, you know, it's so important to not judge others for being their authentic selves too, to allow everyone to kind of embrace that and be empowering and not kind of be like, no, my authentic self is better than your authentic self. Your authentic self is wrong. That just doesn't make sense. You need to be open to everything. Would you agree? 
indefinitely. In addition to that, you know, the thing is authenticity is not celebrated. Like we don't have the tools to say, focus on self-knowledge or focus on radical self-acceptance. It's like being happy is not good for the economy. You know, self-love is not good for the economy. Yeah. <laughs> it just yeah. doesn't make sense. <laughs> well, it, it makes it, if we're, if we're happy and if we're content, we don't need to buy shit. True. You know? Exactly, Consumer, right? Con oh. Yeah, con consumerism is based on us needing to fulfill needs that really we should be looking inside to, uh, yeah. to, to fulfill those needs. Yeah, and consumer, consumerism is based on making us feel inadequate. Yeah, you're not worthy. Like, you need external things. You need this. Yeah, and like, you know, you're an addict or these labels like the addiction, the, the mental health, or, or you're too fat, or even in the Indian culture, the Punjabi culture, we have that you're too dark. You know, mm. get a fairness cream. Yeah, <laughs> what the, what's going on there? <laughs> it's crazy. It, it's, it's, it's real, though. And mm. you will see this on TV and you'll see this on media. And, and that comes to another point. Like, we as a consumer, we have the power to say no. Mm. So we have the power to say, you know what? That magazine, for example, was not to my liking because they're talking about something that I don't agree with. So we as the consumer have the power to say no. Why should we give money to businesses that do not support the, you know, self-development, personal growth, or feeling sexy and feeling brilliant? So it's time to take back our own power. Definitely. So what, Davina, what would be some kind of, you know, tools that people could go away after watching this and implement straight away to help them feel more sexy, brilliant or empowered, brilliant or whatever brilliant they choose to be. So the, so there's a few things, obviously. I mean, there's a lot of free resources on the website. Um, I, there's free courses online as well. Um, the first thing that I tell everybody is it's self-knowledge. I.e. know who you are, know your gifts, but also know your darkness. Mm. So whether that's whether that's your your addiction, whether that's you know um, not feeling good about yourself, whatever it is, whatever that you're running away from, stop running away from your own self. Mm. And I want to just give an example about this. Like you know, I'm a very emotional person, and a lot of women are very emotional. Where emotions are our strength. But, but also being emotional can also be a big challenge. So our biggest gifts are also our biggest challenges. Mm. So that's very important. Like know yourself, don't run away from your gifts and your talents, accept them. Mm. And then radical self-acceptance. So acceptance of the darkness, acceptance of the positivity, acceptance of the things you like about yourself. And I talk about radical self-acceptance because, you know, like a car battery needs the negative, it needs the positive. Yeah. When it comes together, it starts. Otherwise, it doesn't come to life. It doesn't, there's no ignition, there's no, it doesn't start. So the same thing as human beings, we're going to have the negative, we're going to have the positive, like yin-yang, and just kind of bring it together to this whole beautiful person that you are complete and perfect as you are mm. 
So, so Davina, can I ask you a personal question? Given uh, yeah. the the strength and um, the women that you have become, how how have you found, I suppose, the dating scene? How what's your new yeah? Because I gotta ask that question. What's your relationship to the dating scene, and how has your relationship to relationships changed? Um. It's so, <laughs> so, so it's, inter it's interesting, right? Like I'm a workaholic. I, like I mentioned, mm -hmm. I have an obsessive compulsive personality. That's where the addictions come from. Um, and I'm very committed to sexy brilliant. That's why, mm -hmm. you know, it works. Right. But I'm also a full-time single mother. Mm -hmm. So I have very little time to kind of mm -hmm. date. And, but, but I would, <laughs> I would love to date. Right. I would love to have a relationship. I'd love to, you know, mm. um, and I find that the more empowered you become, the more, you know, successful you become and outspoken you become. You, mm. It is also very intimidating to, to men mm. and ladies, I'm sorry, but I'm straight so far, <laughs> you know, <laughs> maybe <laughs> there's some future there. But, but, you know, like, so it's, it's a little bit of a, it's a little bit of a, mm. a tricky situation where mm. you're like, oh, um, you know, but, but now, actually now where I am, I get a lot of TV shows. They're like, we'll come on TV. We'll find you love. We'll find you. <laughs> and, and, and I'm always like, there's always that temptation, like, ooh, mm. TV, you know, like, and then you're like, but, but. Mm. <laughs> so, uh. So it's yeah. kind of there. I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm open. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think that, yeah, I think the good thing is whoever you attract into your life now will really understand who you are. You know, they know what, they know what they're getting into and that's good. Right. Yeah. They're, they're, accept, they're, 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 you know, like they, they're not going to get with you in two months and be like, Oh, I didn't know you were outspoken. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't know that you speak, you speak your mind. Yeah. Well, it, it also becomes a little bit, um, it, you know, when you're a little bit of a public figure, I'm very small, um, it's very intimidating for a lot of men. Yeah. Because not, because, not because they're intimidated by that, the person you are, but because a lot of people do not want to be on television. They do not want to be associated with a public figure. And, you know, this, comes, this happens to me all the time. And I'm like, well, this is who I am. I'm yep. the same person on screen, same person off screen. And I'm like, you can't change yourself to because you want, you know, a relationship or something. So Yeah, for sure. Mm. Mm. Oh, it's interesting. It's really interesting, especially, you know, because you've built this whole sexy, brilliant brand around, you know, um, being yourself and loving yourself, etc. And then there's always those, you know, questions like RJ where it's kind of like, you know, well, you know it's part of humanity to also want to feel loved from the outside regardless of how much you love yourself mm. inside you always want that companionship what form that comes in whether it's friendship or love or and and you know what and maybe i used to feel like that but i don't i'm so busy just being in this moment just being like self-dating and and you know like just doing my thing that um that the desire 
that void that was there is kind of replaced by my own, you know, mm-hmm. sexy brilliance. And it's kind of very selfish because you're like, you're so obsessed with your work that you kind of, you cannot look beyond that. But, you know, then I look at it and I'm like, well, it's my gift. That sexy yeah. brilliant is a, it's a gift. And, and our gifts are also, we also have to have challenges in the back, right? Like where you're like, well, I mean, who do you choose? Do you choose your relationship or do you choose yeah. your business? And I'm like, yeah. I want both. But, yeah. but, but at the same time, there's power in being single. Mm. 100%. You know, and there's, yeah. there's yeah. power in owning up to your gifts and your ambitions and mm. your outspoken side and your, you know, so it's uh, mm-hmm. self-dating. I yeah. think you're, look, I think you're, you're meeting life at, you're, you're meeting life where you're at right now. And that's the reality. And I, I know that when I, you know, through my long process of recovery, through addiction, through substance addiction, I had to, you know, I, I became very empowered on the other end of that. And I needed to focus on myself and unpack what that journey meant and how I would help impact other people's lives. and. I was so focused on that mission, I didn't have time to invite other people into my life at that moment, and that was okay. And then when I was ready, that became okay too. So I think that's just where it is for you, you know? And when that moment in time opens up where, you know, your George Clooney walks through the door, you know what I'm saying? And, <laughs> you know, and, and you know, and he accepts you as you are, and you connect, and it is what it is, right? So, it was, could it, I often wonder, could it be a woman? Well, maybe <laughs> you never know. You never know. That would that would that would trump Sonny Leone. <laughs> you never know. Oh, my parents. Well, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh God, yeah, yeah. And job would light a fire. Don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's think, uh, it's a con. Yeah. Go ahead, Paris. I was just gonna say, you know, it's that point that you mentioned before. It's a journey. We never actually know what stage we're gonna be in in one week, two weeks, three weeks, and you uh, know, you you channel. I know for myself, I channel everything into my work but I've kind of found this really nice balance where my husband and I have a business together and then I have my own and they complement each other. So we've got that kind of, and that's how I've managed to kind of force it into that in the same kind of way, but you never know kind of where you're going to be and what you're going to, what energy you're going to put out into the world and who's going to come into that and how it's all going to happen. You just got to be open to experiences, right? Whatever those experiences are. In addition to that, I want to add that it's so important to be able to have fun. Mm. So, you know, like this, this, just this conversation, I'm having so much fun. Um, and even that dating process or even overcoming addictions or even over, you know, starting a business or uh, thinking about getting married, whatever it is, just enjoy this present moment. Yeah. So we spend so much time focusing on the, the destination that we forget that journey is, is equally important definitely so that's sexy brilliant it's amazing um all right well i might hand over to rj because we've probably covered a lot of the stuff that we wanted to talk to you about unless there's anything else that you kind of feel has come up for you throughout this conversation you wanted to touch on or mention i'm just so grateful that we're doing this together thank you so much paris for joining us yeah davina she's uh she wanted to ring in specially for this one and 
Uh, we want Paris to uh, come on the show more and, and obviously start to open up more dialogue with female uh, guests like yourself, right? So a lot of the stuff that Toph and I typically do will be kind of, you know, little boy stuff, you know, getting athletes <laughs> and these dudes on that we really like. So we want to kind of open up the... the, 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 the yeah. I don't yeah, run. I don't run. I am not an <laughs> so, um, so, uh, In terms of performance as kind of stuff, I, um, I've i come from as a lot of my teens and my 20s was spent around, you know, eating disorders and wanting to be perfect and, you know, that kind of theme. And so whenever, you know, I saw your story, I think it's just such an empowering thing. I don't necessarily have the cultural stuff to overcome in that kind of way because I'm pretty stereotypical Aussie the way that they see it in a lot of ways but there's so much pressure to be a certain way and to look a certain way and you know feel a certain way and you know your comments around being you know too loud too ambitious I pretty much got that a lot of my life and my teens and then when I was in my you know late 20s decided to start a business and it was still are you sure you really can do that or don't you need someone else or you should go and do more things and it was kind of blind faith. No, I can do it myself. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, we, I want to, like, there's, there's a few things I want to quickly talk about, RJ. One of them is, you know, this, this, your audience is very, I guess, is very male-driven. Um, and I want to talk about a little bit about, so I ha- like I mentioned earlier, I have a very high masculine energy which is the masculine energy is the ambitious side. It's the doer in me. Yeah. And it is, you know, the, the action oriented, like get the domain name, don't know what I'm doing, but I'm getting the domain name. Mm-hmm. And the female side is like the more the intuition, more the, um, the calmer side, which, you know, I, I lack, but self-awareness is where it starts. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've always known that my masculine energy is very high but to be able to be balanced, balanced as a person, balanced as a human being, I've had to work very hard to bring my female side to be the be here, be right now. And of mm. course, it's ongoing and we're going to change in the future and things will be different. So, you know, for the men here, like connect to that side, like find your balance, like mm. that the masculine power, there's power in masculinity, there's power in femininity. It's about bringing them together and being having equanimity. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. No, that's that's uh, that's definitely something that I have learned to embrace going the other way uh, towards the feminine energy over the last couple of years, especially now having a son. It's it's really helped. And getting older, not feeling that I need to compete with every male that's in my space, because as I become older. I'm kind of happy to defer and not yeah. have to be mm-hmm. the guy in the front. And that's taken time um, because somehow I learned that a male at the front is the best way to operate. And the guy at the front always gets, you know, what he, what he sets out to achieve. And that's, you know, that false kind of uh, those false lessons that we receive in life. So I, what I'm going to do now, Davina, is I'm just going to wrap up our uh our our show and it's been you know super brilliant sexy brilliant having you on and uh, <laughs> i obviously i'm going to continue the dialogue offline and we're just super grateful to, to have you on the show and and have you open up in the way that you have and being so honest and 
and being brave in that way. So we commend you and appreciate you for that. And I just wanted to ask you, could you let our, um, our audience know anything that you might have coming up or uh, where we can find you, where your, you know, your information is and all that stuff? So Sexy Brilliant is a movement for people of all genders, all ethnic backgrounds, um, anybody who's looking to grow through personal development and become sexier and brilliant and shine in our brilliance. So the best places of course, sexybrilliant.com. Um, lots of free resources, lots of, lots of blogs, lots of um, courses as well. And uh, soon we're going to have our own podcast. So me and my coach are starting our own podcast. Same coach that said getsexybrilliant.com. Um, we're, we're starting our podcast. And of course, we're looking for guests as well. So if that's something you're interested in, please reach out. Um, social media is great. Email works as well. And connect through RJ. And, we, you know, we, I believe in universal abundance. So RJ, your success is my success. And anybody watching, anybody listening, your success is, is my success. So please let me know how I can help you in your business, your life journey. It would be my pleasure. Thank you so much, Davina. I really appreciate it, huh? You Thanks, keep doing Davina. what you're doing, huh? You keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing, huh? Thank <laughs> you so much. <laughs> it's a pleasure Thanks, and an Davina. honor to be here. It's been awesome. Thank you, Thank you so much. See ya. Bye.